morning, good morning, y'all. This is going to be a really good one. Not that they're not all good, but I am so happy to be back here. It's Thursday, which means it's time for Come Out of the Wilderness prayer, and I'm Shelly. So um, before we get into the word, I just want to say a quick thank you and a shout out to everyone who's watching. We're on multiple channels, so all of the folks in our three different Facebook groups and LinkedIn and YouTube and Twitter, and especially the folks that are watching us live on Parade Deck TV Live. So welcome back. Uh, if this is your first time here, I'm, I'm here every Thursday at seven o'clock and um, I you know, share scripture, we, we, we do prayer and we have a little bit of conversation. So feel free to drop your comments and um, that way I can kind of see who, who's here. And please don't forget to like the video so that that helps us um, get the uh, video out to more eyes and ears who need it. All right. I think I did everything <laughs> that you're Good morning, Laquita. Um, I think I did everything that I'm supposed to do admin wise. So now we're going to get into the word. And this, y'all, so matters of the heart is a complex. Um, this is going to be a complex one. I think we may have to do a couple of cycles of it. But if you saw the description that I provided uh, when I share this out, it's really talking about the heart um, being the metaphor the, the, for the seat of our emotions and our desires and our intentions. And so I'm going to break this down into three parts. But the reason I'm doing this is because there is such a yearning um, within the body of Christ to have a better relationship with God, but not everybody's yearning for it. <laughs> okay. A lot of folks have, um, have kind of stepped away from the heart of God the, and, and, and how we're using, um, things that are happening here, you know, here within the earth, right. Things that are happening around us to influence or sometimes manipulate what we want, fleshly things that we want. And so we're going to talk about how the heart shapes our actual spiritual journey. So I'm going to um, I'm going to talk through some notes that I have, but I'm going to obviously take us back into scripture to show you what what the Lord says about it, not what Shelly says about it. And then we're going to close with prayer. So the first thing is thinking about it from a physical perspective, which is very simple. Right. So this is the heart is something we can't we can't live without. So just from a physical perspective, the heart is. In an incredibly important organ. Uh, so we'll start there, right? So that's a, we all agree with that. <laughs> We're not going to argue over it. We all agree that the heart as an organ is, an, is very important. But the, the other area that I want to um, shift into is the emotional aspects of the heart. And we think about the heart, we talk about the heart when it comes to even believing God and how do we, um, how do we, you know, posture our heart so that we are humble and we're forgiving. You know, how does that help us in our faith? So I'm going to share like an example of um, the heart emotionally. And then I'm going to go into the word and show you why the heart is important spiritually. So I had this I had this dream last night. <laughs> I had this dream last night um, that uh, it was an, it was like a fight between myself and my daughter. My daughter is at this point, even in the dream, she's 14. So it's current. She looks like she looks. I look like I look. But for some reason, my daughter wanted to move out of the house and she wanted to go live somewhere. And in my head, it was like on the streets because, you know, you're 14. You don't have a job where you're going to go. Mind y'all, this is a dream. OK. And even in the dream, my emotions are stirred up. All right. So 
in this dream because um, she wanted her independence and I didn't think that she was ready for it. I started setting up situations to not help her get ready for it. So in the dream, I was saying things like, well, you can't take those shoes. You can't take that bag. <laughs> you can't take those clothes because I bought it. And I started to strip away things that would have provided her comfort for her becoming more independent. And it was because I was heartbroken. I was heartbroken uh, that, I, uh, that there was this separation that was happening. And so I started to create ways, y'all. I started to create ways that would make it harder for that separation of independence to happen. That is a matter of the heart. That is responding in emotional in an emotional way. And that is what almost like what manipulation would look like, except there are probably mothers who would say, oh, I totally get it because, you know, um, you know, it's hard for us to break away from our babies. And I understand that feeling feeling. Um, but this is an example of how the heart as an emotion kind of takes over your common sense. Right. Because the head might tell you objectively don't do such a thing, but the heart has feelings. And I don't care how smart you are, once the, once the head and the heart start to argue, you're going to fall towards the heart more than likely because we all want to go for the feeling of, of what it is that we, know, that we want. So that's an example. And it's a horrible example because as a mom, I don't want to ever put myself in the position where I am um, uh, causing that kind of turmoil but it literally was just an example that came in a dream. And I just, I just wanted to share y'all real life, y'all, um, an example of, of a heart's desire, right? Cause a lot of people throw that out all the time. The heart wants what the heart wants. Okay. <laughs> and your head will help you convince your heart that that's what you should do. So that's an example of it. All right. So now I'm going to shift to, um, to spiritual and I'm going to bring up my, um, Bible gateway. Um, just bear with me. I think this is, this is going to help y'all. So if you don't have your word, don't worry about it. But this is Matthew 15, verses 18 through 20. This is coming from uh, the Lord. Um, and this is the ESV version. Y'all know that's how I rock because it's easier. And the word says, but what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart. And this defiles a person. Let's just pause right there. What's coming out of your mouth proceeds from the heart. And this defiles a person. You know, what you're actually <laughs> saying is coming from your heart. And so there's a lot of folks that will say things and it's actually just reflecting what what you think, what, what's in your heart, right? It, it, there's a connection in your mind and your heart. And so what, what comes out of your mouth, mouth proceeds from the heart and this defiles a person. Verse 19, for out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false witness, slander, these are what defile a person. But to eat with unwashed hands does not defile anyone. And, and the Lord was, he was uh, making reference to uh, some of the uh, physical laws that were set up back in the uh, the Old Testaments about wa washing hands, et cetera. So it's not about, um, you know, uh, unwashed hands or those physical things, right? Things that we've established as a law. This is This is talking about what's coming out of our hearts. So if you notice this, and I think a lot of Christians get this really confused in verse 19, where it calls out, for out of the heart come evil thoughts. And people tend to separate, well, if it's in your head, it's not really coming from your heart. But your heart feeds what's, what's, what you're thinking. Your heart feeds what, what you're saying. Your heart feeds your action and, and your perception. It, there is a connection there. And so that's why 
having uh, having a, a pure heart is so important. So I'm going to stop sharing. In Psalm um, 51, when we talk about, uh, there's a prayer that I use this prayer all the time. Psalm 51 for you know when I am going in going into confession or um, I, I'm in a season where I just you know listen I need to, <laughs> I need to I need a pure heart myself. So in Psalm 51, um, it talks about um, the Lord, uh, the sacrifices of the Lord is a, a, a broken spirit and a contrite heart. I'm just um, paraphrasing because I don't have it in front of me. But a broken spirit and a contrite heart is it's the posture. It's 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 going before God humbly. It's not going to God like you know like you even deserve to be here, right? It's it's being humble when you're going to ask for forgiveness. And so that posture of the heart. Is something that we all do if you're trying to trying to work out your uh, your forgiveness and all those things. So the heart is so important. You know, this is again, you know, when I when I meet um, Christians who are hard heartened, who are judgmental, <laughs> okay, you know, who are really quick to judge, who are really quick to gossip. You know, there's a lot of Christians and and y'all, Christians, y'all, y'all are, what is happening? You know, when, when I hear a Christian and then I hear hate come out of their mouth, hate for one another, hate for a neighbor, hate for someone who doesn't look like them, just pure hate. I can, I tell, I know what's on your heart because I can hear it coming out of your mouth. And that doesn't please God. I'm telling you right now, I only pleases you and your friends, but that doesn't please the Lord. Okay. That is a matter of the heart that you have to go back to the Lord humbly and ask for forgiveness. But he, he, he is not the kind of father that, that that's okay. In Proverbs, Proverbs 6, verse 16, I was looking at this this morning. I don't have it on the screen. I'm just going to share it with you. Proverbs 6, 16 through 19. Y'all can go back and check this out. And it talks about the, the, the there are seven things that are an abomination to the Lord. There are six things that the Lord hates. Yes, he does hate. <laughs> okay. There are six things that the Lord hates, seven that are an abomination to him. And then list them out haughty eyes, lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that make haste to run to evil, a false witness who breathes out lies, and one who sows discord among brothers. Okay? And so when I come back to verse 18 again, a heart that devises wicked plans. You know, when you're when you're when you're trying to get your own way and you're trying to come up with a way to take somebody down, or you know, literally, you know, you know, believers who are jealous of other people if they're getting promoted or they're, you know, things are happening on the job and it's not happening to you, and so now you're now you're upset that that's not happening to you. Or God is is elevating um, men and women of God around you, and you're upset because it, when is when is it going to be my turn? That's a matter of the heart, and the heart corrupts, and so what's seated in the heart is going to come out of your mouth. And so a lot of us are speaking death into all of our situations based on the, the, the craziness that's going on in our heart, right? So forgiveness and the posture of the heart is important. Our relationship with God and with others is important, right? Really thinking about how we're, how we're um, healing, bringing healing into our own lives is important and it stems from the heart. It really stems from the heart. So there's three things that I want to leave with you guys, and then I'm going to um, close us out in prayer. Like I said, this is such a this is such a huge 
topic and I don't want to rush through it, but I just want to make sure that I, I, I did a, a good job, a fair to Midland job of saying Jamaica to make sure that um, you have at least some guidance. And obviously I want y'all to go back into the word and learn more. Um, there's just three things that I want to leave with you. And the first one is that our hearts influence our faith and our capacity or our ability to extend and receive forgiveness. First of all, um, it's impossible for you to believe and have faith in a God that you cannot, I'm just doing air quotes for those who are going to listen to this on podcast, the audio, but the, for it's, it's impossible to have a, 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 a faith walk. It's impossible to have a relationship with God. If your if your hearts aren't in the right place, you're not even open to receiving that kind of love. That's the first thing, but then your ability to receive that love and, and then build on that, forgiveness and then extend and show forgiveness, you know, forgiveness when you're not getting anything back. Do you understand? <laughs> so our hearts are the, and the posture of our hearts influence our faith, our belief in God and our ability to extend, to give and to receive forgiveness. Okay. That's the first thing. The second thing, and I'm going to drop it here in the chat is really, really simple. And it basically says this, that a forgiving heart brings healing to our own lives. A forgiving heart brings healing to our own lives. And what is a forgiving heart? So someone did me wrong and I'm not looking to, um, you know, I'm not seeking a recompense. I'm not seeking to go after that person. And when I forgive someone, you know, it's, it's, it's that it's the release also it's forgiving and letting it go and not holding on to it like a like a prize from you know back in 1978 when I was in high school this person you know this person really hurt me and I can't let it go let it go <laughs> let go okay let it go but know that a forgiving heart brings healing to our own lives all right and then the last one I want to share with you is really really important especially for a lot of folks who are you know, asking God for help with um, generational curses. You hear this all the time. And I, again, I tell people that, listen, I have um, no curses. I stopped saying that over my life. My family's blessed. I'm blessed. And that's that. Okay. <laughs> but the last one is that it, having a, having, having a, a heart postured to Christ, it helps us with our reconciliation and how we restore the interaction with people around us. You cannot have solid, healthy relationship when you have a heart that is just buried in hate, it's buried in unforgiveness, <laughs> it's feeding your thoughts, okay? You, can, you cannot, it's not sustainable. And again, a lot of people are on these streets asking for, you know, Lord, please break off generational curses. And the curse sits with you because your heart is, your heart is tied up in hate. You, you, can't, you can't let things go. So it's really important that you that you understand that that the position and the posture of your heart helps you with how you reconcile or how you restore relationships and how you interact with people around you. And I don't just mean people in your in your community. I mean people all around you, people on the job, people at the store, people at the church, okay? People at Target, people at Walmart. Literally how you show up. Your heart shows up in the way that you speak, your heart shows up in the way that you interact. People can see your heart coming, whether you whether you believe it or not. So if you're someone who is looking and trying to figure out how do I do this, just know that I am not on here by myself, <laughs> okay? 
I am, I am a woman of God. I, I give everything, all and everything that I do is because of the Holy Spirit in me. There are days when, I mean, look, my heart isn't, I'm not perfect either. We're all learning. And even, even at times when I've been hurt, y'all, hurt, hurt, <laughs> hurt, 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 okay? And needed to have that posture. I had to go back to the Lord and ask for help. Give me the strength, Lord. Give me the strength, right? Give me this. Yes, exactly. Somebody in Facebook saying letting go gives you a peace of mind. Yes. Blessed and grateful. Exactly. And it, it, you know, the, the level of stress and anxiety that I used to have, I don't have stress and anxiety anymore because I have let it go and I give it to the Lord and he's got it covered. <laughs> okay. And when you let it go and give it to the Lord, don't take it back. Let him, let him deal with it. Okay. So that, so that's what I wanted to share. So I'm going to lead us into um, a closeout prayer. Before we go, y'all, we have um, an event coming up if you're here in Georgia called Come Out of the Wilderness Women's Retreat. Um, if you're interested, the information is usually in our description on one of our many channels. If you can't find it, ping me on LinkedIn under Shelly Jeffcoat and I will get it to you. We'd love to see you there in person. And that is October 21st from, I think, 830 to 1. It's going to be an amazing, amazing event. So y'all come on out. So Lord, we just thank you for giving us another opportunity to hear your word from you. Thank you for your guidance. And I thank you for leading us closer to you and helping us to understand the position and the posture of our heart. So Lord, we position now and ask for your forgiveness, Lord, for everything that we have thought or said or done, things known and unknown, uh, the way that we've responded to others, what we say and how we show up at work or how we show up in our families, Lord God, ask that you will just forgive us now, Lord God, and we come to you with humble hearts and, and ask for you to just, Lord, give us a, a, a fresh start and you start today. And we thank you that the word says that, that you will remember our sins no more. And for those of us who are truly humble and truly asking your forgiveness, we, we thank you for that blessing now. I pray, Lord, over everyone who is under my voice, whether it's the live or the replay, wherever they're chiming in from, Lord God, that you will uh, hear their hearts and understand their needs. And I pray especially for those who are um, broken in spirit, Lord God, and those who are really challenged in this season and seeking comfort and seeking your strength. And they don't know what to do or where to go or uh, those who are um, looking for jobs or having health issues or having issues within the family, Lord, all of us standing need of your help. And Lord, I pray that you will glorify yourself through me so that they see you and not me and that the Holy Spirit will be demonstrated in their lives in such a special way that they will know that you are real. Lord, I know that we will, I will never be put to shame because of who I am in you. And I just ask now that the same grace that you give me, that you extend to everyone under my voice and that they will see blessings beyond belief in this day. Thank you, Lord, for another week. Bless every single one who's here. And again, especially those who are catching us on the replay, know that this prayer reaches you as well. In Jesus name. Amen. Wasn't that good? Y'all, we've got work to do. <laughs> We have work to do. We have work to do. Just remember that we have work to do and we're doing it together. All right. So y'all have an amazing rest of the week and I will be back next Thursday. Bye.